What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we unveil the first annual Rookie Show Honors, in which we'll give out awards that are completely made up by us. Next, in honor of the NFL's Nickelodeon debut, Coin and I will each put together a starting 11 made up of only Nickelodeon characters. Lastly, we'll make our picks for the NFL Divisional Round, including Gucci Mane Dog Picks of the Week. Let's do it. Mm. Oh, okay. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of a couple beers being cracked. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, <laughs> Travis Knoll. Mm-hmm. Joining me, as per usual, correct, Mr. 503 himself, right, a.k.a. The Hair Minimum. Fuck. <laughs> that was really good. Damn it. Elvis coin, ah, uh, what up coin? <laughs> that was a good one. I uh, I feel bad that I didn't even go mean in my direction. Of that. <laughs> what a totem knoll. Ah, uh, oh, what up, knoll? <laughs> oh, nothing much. It is good to be back. Were you really patting yourself on the back when you thought of that one? I did. Well, honestly, it felt like I should have thought of it long ago with all yeah. of our bare minimum time. Right, right, right. Oh, gosh. It just hit me. It was yeah. like a bolt of lightning. So mm-hmm. I don't make up for my lack of I'm a, impressed. Uh, That's good. I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. All right, coin. Why don't we just get right into it? Okay. Let's send it over to our buddy, TJ Hoshimazood. Teacher. Beers? Bad beats? Battlestar Galaxy Brain. That is right, everybody. We've got the usual segment beers, bad beats, Battlestar Galaxy Brain. Mr. Coin, what might you be drinking this evening? No, I have for you this evening. You're not going to believe this. An IPA. Not a hazy, oh. but just oh. an IPA. Oh, good, good. One simply named Melvin. melvin ipa from Mm. melvin brewing in alpine wyoming it's got a nice little story behind it it says uh two brewers walk into a thai restaurant in wyoming day drink and write a recipe the beer that came from that day started an empire well not really but the beer was exactly what they wanted so they made a hell of a lot more of it look at you melvin all grown up nice work melvin yeah. That excites me. You know what Melvin reminds me of? Anger mm. Management movie. Mm-hmm. When he's uh, in the in the car with Woody Harrelson, the the tranny. You guys, I'm are sorry, that's not freaks. PC. I apologize. Yeah, but uh, he says, "What is your name?" And he says, "Melvin." He's like, "That's not your name. Your name's Dave." He's like, "That's my Hebrew name." And he says <laughs> <laughs> something, and then so he calls him Hebrew Melvin the rest of the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hebrew Melvin. Oh, Hebrew I Melvin. feel like dancing. That's okay, because I am a lady. <laughs> also, it just makes me feel like our podcast should be called the Six Degrees of Adam Sandler Movies. <laughs> we can't get away from it. We can relate anything. Honestly, I was trying to think of some segments this week, and I was... Uh, Maybe thinking of comparing the remaining NFL teams to Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> Just as a Rob slap Schneider? in the face to everybody who's ever talked about our <laughs> Adam Sandler affinity. Um, 
Good. Well, I'm glad the beer. The can, I do like the can. Yeah, uh, it's it it's another nice just like kind of like green off green, but it's yeah. got a nice like. Uh, I was thinking it was a uh, death similar like like hooded figure. Oh, the, the figure on the front. Yeah, yeah, the figure of like death. A, I was thinking like a knight, like a faceless knight, but mm, I can't. Okay. Yeah. No, I think like you're right. Like a chain mail over his face, almost. Oh, it's a hop. Oh, it's hop. Okay, I see. Yeah, nice. Yeah, hop of okay. death. Anyways, good. Yeah, good can. Coin good beer. Tastes <clears throat> well. I'm sadly ashamed because I intended to pick up some beer on the way home, okay. and I didn't, and so I had to improvise with what was in my fridge. Okay. I've got a wildberry truly here for you. And the crowd booze. Yeah, the boo. Did you like the booze I threw in on the pot? I did like the booze. Okay, good. maybe I'll throw them in now again. Okay. Um, it's not a bad flavor. I feel like wildberry is probably one of the least like ones, but it's it's tasting kind of nice right now. What's the most popular truly? What are the main truly flavors? Oof. I, you really put me on the spot there. I did. Uh, I have to assume there's like a grapefruit. I actually don't know. Okay. I feel That's like fair. in general, yeah. seltzer, lemon, lime is the worst. I know you like lime. <sighs> Love lime. So okay. good. Well, yeah, that's no. I get it. I, it's it's definitely hit or miss for most people, and it's one of those things. Uh, no, not many people are like it's middle of the road, mm. except for there's a lot of people like me who are like I just drink whatever. I don't really give a shit what it tastes no. like. Yeah, no, I don't care either. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still gonna have a preference if there's two in the fridge. That's that's fair. Yeah, that's I will a good drink point. limes. I will drink limes for sure. You will drink limes. Okay. All right, let's move past that anyway. You what don't want about to describe the can? It was such a cool can. The, oh, you're right. I apologize. If you haven't seen a can of Truly, then uh, you should get out more. It's it's actually kind of it's kind of a shitty can. It's nice that it has the berries. Like I, I guess I like say, the berries on the top. I just decided yeah. right now, the name Truly kind of fucking sucks. Yeah, I don't like Truly at all as the name. No, it's I don't understand. Not good. There's no description here on where that name came like from. Like Truly, tr- Truly Seltzers or Truly what like what truly, is it truly, truly lame name yeah that's what, what it, it actually stands for our name is truly lame it is gluten-free though so you know oh, i'm doing something right cool now. all right we're definitely moving past it now yeah, uh, okay, good. tell <laughs> me about your beers coin no i had some uh beers this week playing poker with the boys so mm. me you our other friends got together played some uh played a little poker some of yep. us won some of us didn't win any money right. Mostly lost the entire right. night, uh, but it was a lot of fun. I had uh, some Stellas, Stella Trois, mm. some very good Stellas. Um, were you there? I I'm not sure. I think okay. I was there at the beginning, right? And then it gets a little fuzzy from there. What would you say was higher, the number of drinks I had or the number of buybacks I had during during while we were playing i guess Just on uh, friday night in general i think you, you bought back in more than you drank beers good 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 so i didn't win a lot of money then no all those yeah, venmo I think you, requests I don't, of the bank were bad <laughs> we don't need to go into numbers it was okay we don't have to go into numbers it was like 250 dollars <laughs> is fine <laughs> oh, 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 okay. <laughs> uh but i also had uh graham graham brought over some beers on sunday as we watched the bears lose out of the playoffs mm. and also i appeared all my friends teams Seahawks lost, Skins lost. Well, Bears are lost. you considering the Rams Nate's team because they're still alive? Nate doesn't care about the NFL. Good point. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> we have no no teams left. We have no dogs uh, left in the fight. But he brought over some beers, so I had Sunday beers, and for the first time, um, 
I told you my roommates got uh, air fryer for Christmas. Yes. I made wings on mm. Sunday, and we had fire on the mountain sauce, and uh, they were delicious. I think uh, we've made some wings in the air fryer. We've made, like, Costco wings, and some of the packs mm. are just, like, there's just not enough meat on the on the wings. So I haven't oh, I, been... Oh, I just got, like, legit, like, like, the full wing, and we broke them apart ourselves, and, like... I don't know what that means. Like, when you buy the wing, did you get them so it comes, like, already chopped up in flats and drummies? Yes. Okay, so these are, like, like the flat and drummy are attached with, like, the extra piece, so we have to, like, break it apart and, oh. like, cut them and stuff. And those they're, are called, these are, when you buy them at the store, they're called wings? Like, whole Yeah, it's wings just called wings. It's just, like, a big, gotcha. like, like uh, it was, like, a five-pound pack or something like gotcha. that. Okay. But uh, there's there some girthy bastards in there, and they were good. We're going to have to give that a shot in our air yeah. fryer. I, I picked up a potato yesterday so I can make some fries in my air fryer. Nice. Okay. That's it for my beers. What else, what uh, what do you got for beers, Noel? Pretty straightforward. Uh, I just all my beers were Friday night, and I was pretty hungover on Saturday. So that's it. Love that's all it. I have. You you yeah. stole the show, and I paid all my money to all my friends because I'm a nice guy. I made some money, so it was good. I was happy. Give me a bad beat or two from this week. My bad beat, Noel, comes from yesterday. I uh, I got stuck in traffic for Ooh. the first time in forever i don't know when the last time i went to work or was coming home from work and there was actually traffic but i made the mistake of leaving i have had to go in the office for the last few or um the last couple days because i'm training my replacement okay and uh so yesterday i wasn't able to leave until like 4 30 around 5 Got stuck in traffic for an hour 15. I'd forgotten what being in traffic is like. It oh sucked a lot. I was upset when I got home. That is an incredibly bad beat. I don't know if it gets much worse than that. I yeah. couldn't tell you the last time. I and mean, I don't drive anymore, so that would really grind my gears. I was... Gears... Consider my gears grinded, for sure. Would it, would it have been worse if it were behind a train? Mm, if I was stuck behind a train for an hour... <laughs> The, uh, I don't want to make any brash comments or whatever, but I'd probably shoot up a school. <laughs> <laughs> the whatever was nearest. Yeah, whatever is nearest me. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to hear that, Coyne. Hmm. Um, my bad beat is on Sunday, I, decide, I agreed that I would go down to the gym with Katie and do a... Uh, I would just run on the treadmill while she did her like hit workout or high sure. high intensity interval workout. Nobody all the treadmills you. were taken, and so I'm like, all right, I'll do your workout with <laughs> you. And uh, I did it, and I feel I'm so miserable right now. I can't even move. My like, there's muscles I didn't know existed in my chest that are just in so much pain. And I, you laugh, but seriously, this morning I was like, I can't, I couldn't sleep because I'm too sore. That's not a joke. And it was like like an abs and arms workout. So yesterday it was really just my arms. And then like in the middle of the night last night, my torso was just like, you know what? Every single muscle that's involved <laughs> is just going to feel like it's on fire for the next day or so. And it hasn't gotten better. It's miserable. I think I honestly think if somebody listened to this podcast without knowing us, seeing a picture or seeing anything, they would just think you weighed like 400 pounds. Yeah, I would assume, right? So I guess I set the bar low for what people think of me. So these right. Instagram clips, people are like, wait, wait, that's Travis? He only weighs 320. That's not I bad. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, either way, uh, I don't 
I don't know what I'm going to do about this. I guess I, I think the next time I just, I, I tried throughout and I tried to finish strong. Next time I'm just going to like, when it starts to feel like I'm getting sore, I'm be like, okay, let's move on until next week's exercise. Do you remember what you used to do when we had to do morning workouts? Maybe try that. What did I do? I forget. You went and took a poop for a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> that was during lifts. Okay. That was it. Well, actually I did. I ever do that during a uh, winter ball. That would be bold. That would have been epic if you could just leave during winter ball. Elvis and I, so we used to have winter ball in, in uh, the winter time. Of the winter time, uh, For of our football team, which we were on. We didn't hey, play football, but we sick. were on the team. And uh, the one squad. of the drills was literally you would roll up two towels and, two be- and you'd have a partner. And you'd each have, <laughs> can't say it without laughing. So you'd each have a towel, the end of a towel in one hand. So you'd be basically playing tug of war, two-handed tug of war with the other person, and you just do that for like, I don't know, a minute and a half or something, a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> we would just like pretend to be exerting as much energy as possible and just grunting, but in reality, we're not even pulling on each other's towels. It's all it's you all like about acting. That's it. where our acting chops come from. Honestly, yeah. this is how we got into like podcasting and any yeah. kind of media sense. Is this is where it all came from. That story would have been better with a little visual, but uh, so be it. So be it. All right, Coin, uh, I'm ashamed to say I don't have a Galaxy Brain take for you today just because I'm, I'm out of money, I'm out of beer, and I'm out of takes. I employ the listeners to forgive you. Uh, it's understandable. You're not that creative. As you've already admitted, I carry the podcast. I understand. True. Yes. So it's okay. That's correct. That, as mm-hmm. Gus pointed out. As point. Gus pointed out. All right. So give me your Galaxy Brain take today. Cool. All right. My uh, Galaxy Brain take now is, is about the Nickelodeon channel for football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this also spawned another segment later in our podcast. But it, uh, it piqued something in my brain. Do you want to, just so, in case the listeners don't know? Oh, th- this weekend, the um, Bears-Saints game, in addition to being aired on NBC, ABC? CBS. Like CBS, because it's Rama, yeah. Yep. CBS was also aired on the Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon channel, uh, and it was hosted by, like, Nate Burleson, some girl I'd never heard of who assume is on a show right. for nickelodeon i think she's and, on like the new version of all that basically so right like, right and yeah. then i don't know who the third guy was either. noah eagle son of ian eagle ah ian yes. i told that uh, i said that to nikki when we were watching one of the games i i was looking at commentators yeah and i said i showed her the thing and i was like this guy's name is pronounced ian she just goes shut the fuck up and <laughs> <laughs> you suck <laughs> you suck uh anyways yeah it was it was it was all right i guess if you were a kid, I don't, once once the slime line started moving back and forth and like jumping on the field and they couldn't control it, I was out. I wanted to go back to the normal broadcast. Yeah, I think they definitely have some things they're going to tune up if they do it again next year. But the the process and the thought of sliming people in the end zone and stuff, it was, it was creative. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, definitely if you want to get kids interested in football, it's it's something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so my my takes on that. And so my normal brain take is that the regular broadcasts are fine. The NFL has the exact audience they want. No need to change anything. Yep. Big brain. Nickelodeon broadcast was a great idea and a way for younger viewers to get involved and still be interested by what they're seeing on the screen throughout the game. Agreed. Keep your kids involved. It's a way for your dads to bond with their sons. Right. Or daughters. Or daughters. 
My bad. <laughs> or mothers and daughters. Right. Yeah, or mothers doesn't have and to be dads. Gr- grandparents. Right. Uh, of the uncles, like. Uncles and daughters. My huge brain take null. <clears throat> ABC airs NFL football with a bachelor partnership where they have either the bachelor bachelorette on the sideline or in the booth and giving details about the season throughout the broadcast to keep female viewers slash significant others interested. Okay. Right? Yeah. You're like, so you're oh, how is he going up from here? Yeah. No, no, I'm saying, I'm just thinking about it. So it's like you're getting like sneak peeks. So it's like, exactly. that's why you'd and be encouraged Maybe like in. this, the guy that's on there right now, his name is Matt James, seems pretty cool. Probably knows a decent bit about football. He could probably talk a little bit. And then he's like, you know, gives us little quips and insights about the season and how there's some crazy stuff going on. It keeps everybody interested. Okay. I hear you. I feel you. My galaxy brain take null. Yes. ABC still airs with a Bachelor crossover, but before the game, you are sent to an interactive screen where you can input any bets you might have on the day game. And if you get a bet right, they reveal who got a rose on the upcoming Bachelor episode. And the bigger, more risky the bet, the more roses you know. And that way, your significant other is not only watching sports with you, but invested in your bets. (laughs) So the sports gambling, then the reward for sports gambling, do you get money as well? Yeah, yeah. You okay. get the like you get to win your bets. It's just that they they're also cheering for your exact bets. So, okay, so not only is the let's say let's just happen to say it's the boyfriend who's not interested in the bachelor. Okay, okay, okay. Um let's so the boyfriend is now interested in the bachelor and the girlfriend's now interested in sports because she wants the rose, right? So she's yep. invested in the boyfriend's bets. Yep. Okay. That's perfect. I'm in on that. Yeah. Right? Um, it's kind of interesting. A little uh, flip flop, little crossover of worlds. Yeah, I think there needs to be some uh, more, more crossover events just in general between genres and between. Genre. Uh, genre. <laughs> that Alex As Alex Rebeck would say, RIP. <laughs> a genre. Um, I'm trying to put my own spin on it, and I don't have any idea. I'm just fresh out of ideas, but I like it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it's there, there's something there. I feel like it's missing some kind of component with how I integrate the bets in the the Bachelor universe slash. I mean, what it could be any reality show, really. But could it be like all of the single players in the game? If they score a touchdown, then they get a rose, and they get to be on the show. Something mm. like that. You're actually putting the players mm. on. The maybe, bachelor. yeah. Maybe, maybe you make it like some kind of fantasy draft mm. where women or whoever doesn't like football, or whatever, they get to draft players, and you assign that value to like a player or a person, and then they they get like bonus points throughout the season on like an online ABC tracking thing. If that makes sense, <laughs> it does. And yeah. I like it where we're going okay. with it. Okay. The okay. more intricate, the better. Yeah. We just need a name for it, is all. That's still to come. Reach out to us if you have an idea for, uh, if you have any better ideas or ways to improve this Galaxy Brain, let us know mm. uh, at Rookie Show Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. That's right. Um, this isn't the end or, of the you know, podcast. Yeah. This is the end of the podcast. Yeah. It sounds like it, yeah. If you, uh, yeah, or if you just have a name for it, a name would be great. It'd be great. Or just, you know, text us. Text us is fine. Shoot us a text. Yeah. All right, coin. 
Yeah. Uh, end of the end of the football season. Uh, end of the year means it's time for awards. Mm. And the NFL likes to do their own honors show, the NFL Honors, where they give out mm. the MVP and Rookie of the Year and such. Well, we'd like to do our own honors from the past weekend. We just had a super wild card weekend, as they said. We did. We did. So this will be the first annual Rookie Show Honors Awards, which... The Rashies. The Rashies. R-S-H Awards. Or you could say We're the Rookie handing out, Award Show. We're handing out rashes left and right. I love right. it. <laughs> Coin and Noel has been doling out rashes since day one. Giving out rashes. So I think how we did this is we just created a few uh, names for awards that have never existed before. And Correct. there's, once again, no criteria. So yep. would you like to hand out the first ever rash award? Yes, I would. Again, no criteria. Um, I'm sure that we might have awards. Definitely, yeah, I would be shocked if we gave the same name mm-hmm. for the award, but I'm sure we'll have a people getting crossover recipients yeah probably. yeah so maybe you just jump in if you we have a crossover recipient. okay fair enough so very very first award i'm going to give out is the chris collinsworth now here's a guy award <laughs> to taylor heineke oh the heinster yeah what a pleasant surprise in a playoff game against the winningest quarterback of all time he showed up and there is no way you could have asked for anything more he went 26 for 44 306 yards and a touchdown picture. Six carries for 46 and also a touchdown, and that rushing touchdown was absolutely electric. Oof, it was electric. After this game, I feel like he is a guy. He's a dude. People are going to want him. People are going to want him, and you nailed it. You nailed it right on the head, and that is also my first award. Okay. But I'm going to be giving Taylor Heineke the Daryl Weathers they took her jobs award. Oh, Daryl okay. Weathers from South Park. Mm-hmm. I didn't know his name. I had to look it up. He's a redneck guy. Taylor Heineke, as you mentioned, was absolutely electric in the wild card da- game. His diving touchdown was probably one of the three highlights of the whole weekend, I would say. Probably Lamar's mm-hmm. touchdown, maybe rusted DK, and then uh, Heineke. Um, his throw to the end zone was an absolute pill. The one that was one of the best passes I've seen. <laughs> Third and ten. He's not that big of a guy, and he was just standing in the pocket. Like the view of him letting the ball go over the top of the lineman was it's phenomenal. It There's was been incredible. some amazing camera work the last four weeks in the NFL, yes. and that was a highlight. Yes, agreed. Um, and so the reason it's the they took her Jerbs Award is because he likely earned himself a job, maybe not a starter, but at least a backup job in the NFL. Taking mm-hmm. away the job from somebody, some unsuspecting backup who thought he just had his job locked up. No, Taylor Heineke is here to ticker gerbs. And hopefully, I'd, I'd love to see him with the Washington football team. I'm not sure I want him as I starter, but let's mm, keep him on the pay, let's keep him on the payroll. Maybe you can trade him straight up for Deshaun Watson. That's a decent trade, right? <laughs> maybe there. It, it sounds like that's spiraling out of control. So would we'll you see. give up? Would you give up Heineke and Chase Young for Deshaun Watson? Uh, I would give up Heineke for Deshaun Watson and JJ Watt. <laughs> That's a pretty fair trade. I'd I would. Uh, I, hey, for the record, I'll say it on the pod. I'll give up Chase Young in a heartbeat for Deshaun Watson, and pretty much Chase Young and any other combination of picks or players. I mean, come on, come on. It's a quarterback. Yeah, it's a quarterback. That's fair. Okay, I do have to say. Oh, I do sorry, have to yeah. say that uh, I told you this year. 
there's three quarterbacks. We kind of talked about. I, was, I I was a fan of Herbert before the year. Didn't think he would. Or I thought that he. Uh, I wouldn't have taken him second overall. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Any one of those quarterbacks, you take them. You don't make the playoffs. I don't think. You do because you drafted Chase Young. Uh, I personally think. I see what you're saying. So you're saying, sure. But I think, you think if we didn't have Chase Young, we don't make the playoffs. Correct. You're probably correct. And we, I see what you're saying. I think going forward, though, it was kind of a fluky 7-9 and nine division championship. So yeah, if, you're gonna win, if you want to win 10 games in the NFL, you better have a good quarterback. That's fair. Okay. All right, what's the second award, second rash award for you? My second award, Noel, is the Wizard of Oz Cowardly Lion Award. Oh, okay. This award goes to Mike Vrabel for punting the ball in the most cowardly act the playoffs have ever seen. He decided to punt the ball back to the Ravens from the Baltimore 40 on 4th and 2 with 10 minutes remaining, down 13-17. The Surrender Index, which is an account on Twitter, kind of measures how cowardly how bad a punt was uh you're basically surrendering the ball back to the other team when you it would have been the best decision to go for it obviously anything above 50 bad you shouldn't have done it yeah uh it it ranked this punt in the 100th percentile of Mm. cowardly punts this season so the most cowardly punt of the year and in the 99.9th percentile of all punts since 2009 it is indefensible to give the ball back to the Ravens here without going for it. They ended up kicking the ball through the end zone anyways. So basically, they gave the ball back to the Ravens for 15 yards. It was a baffling and cowardly decision. And I can only hope that the Great Oz awards Vrabel a heart this offseason. You can only hope. Uh, he once said that he would chop off his penis to win the Super Bowl. Um, but he didn't, he didn't mention that he had no heart to give. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think... That was worse than the Steelers punt. I I think the Steelers punt was equally or nearly equally bad, but I I could defend it better than Brable's punts. So. I, I I completely agree. I don't think that they were near both bad. I think that the t- Titans Ravens or the Titans punt was exponentially worse. Right. I agree. Okay, my second award is the Billy Madison You Blew It Award. Mm. And that goes to none other than Bears wide receiver Javon Wims. Mm. (laughs) Javon dropped one of the easiest touchdown passes you will ever see. The Bears on that play wasted their best trick play of the whole game for nothing. Because, again, he dropped it. And uh, it changed the whole complexion of the game. It feels like had they caught that, Maybe they're in it to the end, but it just didn't go their way. It turned into sort of a blowout. They cut it to, you know, 12 as time expired. But gosh, if he catches that game, we might be talking about the Bears upset. Who knows? So Javon, you blew it. A great award. I also have him. This is one of my ancillary awards. Okay. Okay. So I'll do the ancillary award first, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is... The Lieutenant Dan's Legs for Hands award <laughs> to Javon Wims for every mm-hmm. reason that you just listed. That was, I like your name. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the next, the name of my next award is to another Bears receiver. Okay. It's the Mista, Mista, get me out of here award to Allen Robinson. I have in the past discredited Allen Robinson, but he's a really good receiver and probably could be great. 
if he was on a different team. Going from the Jags to the Bears throughout his career, he's had subpar quarterback play. To put it nicely, uh, since entering the league, only 64% of Allen Robinson's targets have been deemed catchable. Jeez, oh, that's <laughs> absurd. So six out of the ten times he's running around, or four out of the ten times he's running around, it's not even possible for him to catch the ball. That's tough. You're that's in the NFL tough. playing with the best quarterbacks in the world, and 40% of the time they can't even get you the ball correctly. That's not going to get it done. Yeah, that's bad. He's had Bortles for majority, Trubisky, Foles. Uh, those are like the best that he's had. Uh, it's it's really bleak. So I hope he finds finds a QB next year. I do too. Okay, my next award is going to be the Harry Dunn and Totally Redeem Yourself Award. Mm. And that goes to the team of the Cleveland Browns. I love this. Cleveland Browns have not made the playoffs in almost 20 years. In Week 17, they play their bitter rival, the Steelers, and they almost lose to their backups and almost blow the whole damn thing. They get a rematch in Pittsburgh, again, against their bitter rivals, against the starters, and then lay down the biggest ass-whooping I've ever seen in the first quarter. Um, it sort of got close at the end. I don't think any game that you go up 28-0 to zero in the first quarter, you can expect anything different. Nobody knows what to do when you're up 28-0. to zero. Mm-hmm. It's always going to get down to a you know two-score game, and people are going to think it, it wasn't close. They kicked their ass. Um, so he read, uh, in particular, Baker Mayfield basically has... Um, been forgiven for any transgression he's ever had, any bad mm-hmm. interception he's had, any annoying commercial he might have been in, or any dumb comment he made to the media. Um, totally redeemed himself. He can, he's he's living the life. He's won more playoff games for the Browns than they've had since in two decades. So congrats. Yeah, congrats to the Browns. I, I, Baker is so interesting and polarizing, not just off the field, but on it. Like, when, when he's good, man, he's good. And you're like, we can really win with this guy. But sometimes his stats kind of come out of nowhere, and you're not really sure how he got ended up with so many yards, and then you're realizing, oh, well, he dumped the ball off to Nick Chubb, and Nick Chubb has 85 receiving yards, and that's yeah. why it's been so good. But at the same time, Sometimes all you need when you have like a good defense and great role players, I mean, know your role and don't lose your team the game, and that's what he's been doing. Only eight you gotta picks give him some credit year. for that, right? Yeah, exactly. If he doesn't throw picks, they win. Um, I specifically remember after his rookie year, you and I talking about him being the second most valuable player in the league from a trade value perspective to Patrick Mahomes. And I, mm-hmm. I remember being pretty confident about that. Like the Browns wouldn't trade anybody in the league for Baker other than Patrick Mahomes with the combination of the rookie deal and how great he was in those last 10 games. Mm-hmm. I think he just kind of had a sophomore slump. I think he's an above average quarterback. I don't think he's going to be Mahomes, I but do too. I think he's going to be good for them and he's going to be their guy for a long time. I do too. Uh, we may have been overhyped on that one. I mean, obvious, for maybe sure. not obviously, but for I sure. feel like, Given the opportunity right now, they probably do flip him for Deshaun or sure, of course, maybe maybe not Russ because he's older. Yeah, but definitely Mahomes. I mean, but you could argue that like with the contract he's on now, he's probably still a top five six asset. I'd have to I'd have to dig into it. I'm not ready to relinquish that that thought yet. But he's okay. he's up there. He's up there. He's okay. he's proven the doubters wrong right now. Fair. Um, my next two are actually also from this game. Okay. 
I don't know. Do you have one more? So this I have good. one kind of we'll honorable mention. Flip-flop. Yeah. Just an honorable mention. Do you actually? I'll so I'll do mine, and then you can do yours. Okay. okay. Uh, my season-long Atlanta Falcons Memorial Meltdown Award goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Doing this game-to-game where you build a huge league and look unstoppable is ingrained in my life now. Uh, and then melting down in the fourth quarter being internally sad. And to see a team do it for the whole year, especially getting dominated in the playoffs, was impressive. Mm. Like, uh, at least when the Falcons are blowing games, I kind of know where the season is headed. The Fal- or the Steelers were 11-0, and looked unstoppable, and then just all the wheels fell off. Yep. Um, so that's all I have there. Runner up though. Yeah. Seahawks. Seahawks. Tough. It's a good point. Tough end of the season. Uh, kind of baffling. At least with the Steelers, you're like, they really were losing like a defender a week for the last three weeks of their wins. And then their offense wasn't really built to last. They were losing some linemen and then they couldn't run the ball. The Seahawks were getting guys back and then just kind of blew up. Their defense did get better. It, it was historically bad to start, but I don't. I don't know what happened to Russell Wilson. He just wasn't good. No, not good at all. He was like a minus one eighty favorite for the MVP after like six weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that award. You're stretching out the the pain of the do- of the Dolphins of the Falcons over an entire year. It's that's pretty mm-hmm. brutal. Okay, my last award, sort of an honorable mention, is simple. It's called the Fart Award. Mm-hmm. And it is called that because farts, no matter how old I get, always make me laugh. Mm-hmm. And this commercial, uh, well, it's really like a preview for a TV show. I saw it probably nine times over the past weekend. Uh, it was a preview for the show called Superstore. I don't right. know if you saw this preview, but I've every seen. single time it came on, I audibly laughed out loud. It was very funny. And here's how it went. They were sitting around in their store discussing uh, racial inequality and the, talking about how they need to identify with people of color. And the one black guy says, well, I don't think I don't enjoy how Martha always tries to sound more black when she talks to black people. And then it pans to the girl, this large white girl in the crowd. And she goes, oh, so that's how you gonna do me. <laughs> you like that? I can't tell if you're joking or not. I am dead serious. You you clearly <laughs> didn't like this commercial. It's all right. Okay, it made me laugh every single time. So I don't know what you what it takes to make you laugh. Un- unlaughable. No, I I I, I like it. I actually have seen like the first two episodes of that show. It's pretty funny. Actually. Is it? Okay, I'll give it that. I'll give it a pretty funny. I have to say, I wasn't like considering a like it. a three fifths thumbs up. Okay, the three fifths compromise. I think that's yeah. what that was about. Nice. Mm. That's good. I like how you tied that in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I have one more award. Yeah, go ahead. You're going to absolutely love this one, especially the name. <clears throat> and now our final award of the evening. The audience dies down a little bit. The Ali Farouk Manesh Absolute Dagger Award. To Nick Chubb and his 40-yard touchdown that broke up 17 straight points by the Steelers and put the game out of reach. You know that that's a soft spot for both of us, Ali Farouk Manesh. You gotta, I love to pr- pronounce that H in there. Yeah, you got to throw that H. Um, Northern Iowa 
Wildcats? Is that their yep, mascot? Yep, that's it. That's it. That's it. Beaten, Purple and gold. Kansas. Um, yep. Yes, Nick Chubb. Well done. The first ever recipient of Ali, the AF. The Ali. AFD. AFAD. AFAD. AFADAS. The AFADA what's the, Award. What's the absolute dagger? Okay, the AFAD. Absolute okay. dagger award, yeah. The so AFAD. the AFAD. Congrats. AFAD. Yeah, uh... Congratulations to all of our rashies recipients tonight. Uh, congrats on your rashes. Right. Uh, treat them well. Put them on your mantle, and let us know how we can send them to you. I guess <laughs> I'll reach out to Nick Chubb on Twitter. See if he'll let we me. We just want to give you all rashes. We just want to give you rashes. I we, we do we send them T-shirts or are we sending them beers? Oh, I got a rash from the rookie show. That's a good T-shirt. A sash rash. What about a sash? Oh, a rash from a sash. Yeah, yeah a rash from a sash. There you go. Can like the sash that. say, I got a rash from the rookie show? Yes, absolutely. Can. Okay. Okay, coin. Yep. For the meat of our pod. Meat. You referenced it earlier. Nickelodeon aired the first ever NFL game this past weekend. This is not an original idea, I will admit. It's something that uh, bounced around on Twitter a tad. People were talking about if they had to choose Nickelodeon characters for their NFL football team, who would they choose and why? But I wanted to do it formally, so we are going to name our starting 11. I assume you did an offense. I didn't specify that. Wait. (laughs) What? (laughs) Starting 11. Maybe we should have split it up, though. A defense and an offense. Yeah, we could have. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, starting 11 of Nickelodeon characters that would form a football team with your uh, justification. You know, uh, you, you say you always say this was bounced around on Twitter and people yeah. were doing this and maybe yeah. like they're throwing out, this should be this person. Yeah. I would argue there might not be more qualified people in the entire world to do this kind of um, exercise? practice. Exercise. Thank you. That's yeah. the exact word I was looking for. Yeah. This kind of exercise. What other people have experienced ranking, drafting, sorting, giving out meaningless names and numbers to things? I mean, this this is where we thrive. This is where we live. Taylor made for us, and it's something that nobody, I think, ever do- did in the fullest extent that we're doing it. So no, we're it's always it everybody the that replies. They're thinking they're so fucking smart, throwing out one name for a position. Like, all right, do the other ten off the top of your head, you toad. You bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You Go watch some bitch. Cartoon Network. Yeah. Seriously. Probably only think of Camp Rock with the live action. We're talking cartoons. We're talking animated. That's right. Although I do have, I think, one live That's action. That's okay. That's okay. You can okay. have live action. Okay. Uh, do you want to go position for position? Let's go zish for zish. I've got it as a typical lineup that you might see. You want to start with the cube steak? Yeah. I imagine, I imagine you went cube. Running back, uh, three wide receivers, tight end, and then line. Yeah, I went with. I kind of labeled my tight end as an H back. I just wanted that's good. To clarify that's good. That. That's good. Okay. I have a feeling. So when we list these, do we want to decide between ours who we're gonna pick? No, I think our teams are competing against okay. each okay. other. Okay. 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 Because I also have a team name. Fuck. And a plan for uniforms. So. Uh, yeah, you didn't tell me that. That's I know. Mean. I thought of it late. I apologize. That's all right. That's Think all right. about it while we go. All okay. Right, right, right. Who is starting at QB for your Nickelodeon starting 11? Damn it. I already know what you've picked for yours. Okay. Did you pick the bikini bottoms? Is that what they were? No. <laughs> I like that, though. You can <laughs> yeah, add that. That might be mine. All right. I'm going to okay. pick that. That's my team. Team name is the bikini bottoms. Mm. 
And they're wearing bikini bottoms. That's their whole uniform. Okay, well then I'll tell mine. I was going to wait till the end. But my team name is the Angry Beavers. Oh, and uh, our uniform will be the green, the green striped shirt worn by Steve in Blue's Clues. <laughs> That's good. Like okay. That. So the Angry Beavers versus the Bikini Bottoms. Go. Who's starting at QB? Uh, all right. The Bikini Bottoms. Our starting quarterback is Sokka from Avatar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Avatar The Last Airbender. So he's... Sokka, uh, his, his weapon of choice is the boomerang. So he's got the overhand throw kind of down. Sure. That's his jam. He's definitely one of the best boomerang characters on TV, if not the best. So uh, <laughs> I think that uh, in terms of practice with throwing motion, he's probably got the most experience. W- would you be able to rank your top three boomerang characters on TV? Are we talking about Boomerang, the TV network, or Boomerang throwing characters? Whatever you were talking about. I, you, you said he's one of the best Boomerang characters. I didn't know what that meant. I don't know if I understand the question. <laughs> All right, we'll move past it. Okay. Okay, I'm not an Avatar guy, so it doesn't really uh, register with me, but it sounds like a good pick. I can picture him throwing the Boomerang. So. Yep, yep. I'm going to go with Auto Rocket from Rocket Power at Cube. Uh no idea about his throwing ability, but he's a natural-born leader. He's clearly a stud athlete. I know he's mainly in uh, action sports. Throws a little field hockey in there. Um, he's got infinite swagger, and infinite the guys swagger. are gonna believe in him because he's got the confidence. And he's gonna pwn all you, all the shoebies on your team. That's right, called you shoebies. I like that. Uh, I have to say, I think you took him in the wrong position. I Could have. Be. Auto Rocket as my starting running back. Wow, he's good transition. Stocky. I have he's stocky. Yeah. Uh definitely low center of gravity as he's, you know, he's built to skateboard, built around half pipes and stuff, so he knows how to turn on a dime. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I think he's shifty enough to be our starting running back. I think that's the place for him. Okay. I, I don't hate it. I think uh from a skill set standpoint, sure. I'm going I'm looking for intangibles, but I get it, it. I, I do I think we're on the same wavelength with it's impossible to keep him out of your skill position. Line, oh, he's though. there. He's on the team. Yeah. My running back is going to be mm-hmm. Donnie Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries. Thornberries. Yeah. He is the little brother who runs around in the little cheetah shorts. He was actually raised by orangutans mm-hmm. and then adopted by the Thornberries. His biological parents were killed by poachers. Fun fact. Um, he's just going to have incredible shiftiness. From navigating the jungle, you know, he's hunting his prey, he's dodging predators and stuff like that. So I just think his change of direction is going to be unmatched. You know, I like this pick. Yeah. Uh, this is smart. I like what you did there with anybody who's got the kind of like jungle athleticism. You're mm. going to want that definitely with the ball in their hands. Probably sure. not great pass catching passes. No, exactly. That's why I want right. to just hand him the ball. He's, he's hand not going to be catching Let him go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's smart. I like that. Um, all right, moving on to wide receivers. I've got my X, so my my big receiver, maybe my Z. I'll make him my Z. Okay. So this is your one-on-one receiver. You're throwing him, you know, your uh, fades in the end zone. Yep. I've got Gerald Martin Johansson from Hey Arnold. Okay. Yep. Uh, I think that uh, he's shown in the show as he generally spinning a basketball, very athletic player, uh, knows his way around sports, and I think that uh, he's a good asset on with if you're just tossing up fades i don't hate it it's not great my z is gerald from hey arnold right 
Yeah. We were on the exact same wavelength nice. here. I love um, it. I loved the pick, obviously. And he's got the height to go with the athleticism. Mm-hmm. The dude literally wears a jersey at all times. So you know he's, he's... He's a sports, sports guy. He's number 33. Uh, and I, as I put, just like you said, he's a red zone threat. He's going to go he's up red and get it. So not a lot of explanation there. Exact same wavelength. Yep. I love it. Okay. Um, all right. I'm moving on to my A, so my slot receiver here. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Aang from Avatar of the Last Airbender. Okay. No? Uh, Aang know. is the main character, the little the bald dude with the tattoos. Oh, see, and that's who I was picturing was your quarterback, so I, oh, okay. I clearly have never seen the show. Okay, okay. Anyways, he's, so he's got control of air. He can turn on a dime. There's, he can burst himself any direction he needs to go. He okay. can burst at any time. Um, <laughs> he's about to bust. Yeah, he's about to bust anytime. Uh, yeah, I just think he's shifty enough. Keeps defenders off him. He could have like a wall of air around him. He's always going to be open in the slot. Okay. Yeah, and I like the, having the little guy in there. He's he's little, isn't he? Yeah, he's a small guy. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with my with my ex, my other guy on the outside. I'm gonna go with Danny Phantom. Um. I have a feeling you may have gone the same direction. Um, again, similar to Gerald, he's got good length to go along with his ghost powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. That's the second thing listed on his attributes. Um, the dude could literally just not be touched. He's never going to get jammed at the line. He just turns into a fucking ghost and then he mm-hmm. gets by you and mm-hmm. see you later. Turns into a human in the end zone, baby. See, I don't know if I love this pick because I have at X Danny Phantom. <laughs> That's unbelievable. We have the same is, outside wideouts. That is wild that we did that. Uh, you're absolutely right. His g- ghost powers are unmatched. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So the way I'm going to go with this is that uh, we talked about this on the show before about one of the skills wide receivers possess. We talked about this with Devonte Adams. Is that uh, ghosting is a technique on the outside where you, so you get on top of it, so you sprint on the outside of a corner and then you sit on top of him and then you kind of sag back, slow down so he's on your back and then you accelerate into the ball and it's called ghosting. So that's what I imagine Danny Phantom using his ghost powers to go get balls, go get deep balls, you know? That's what he's going to be. Okay, so you think he has both real ghost powers and wide receiver ghosting powers. I agree. Yes, that, that that's what it is. It's hard to argue that. Yeah. It's hard to argue that. Really incredible that we have two of the same three wide receivers. Um, I went a slightly different direction from my slot receiver. Okay. I went with cat dog. Good pick. It's a good pick. <laughs> Here's the reasoning. It seems odd. You've got four legs that sort of have to maybe be used as hands. But they can do some really weird, like, bending where they're standing on two legs, but somehow, like, looped, like, six yards away is the other, is the cat versus the dog. So I'm picturing, like, a lot of nice option routes where you can actually just have the cat and the dog, like, standing parallel to the line of scrimmage, and you can throw to either the cat or the dog. So it puts the defender in a bind. You basically are covering six yards of ground. I don't know how long Cat Dog is. There's no stats on it. Should we it's see how long Cat Dog is? Let me see. How <laughs> long is Cat better. Dog? How long is, uh, <laughs> how long is this long boy? Are you looking it up? Uh, 23 minutes is how long <laughs> Cat Dog is. <laughs> 
There you have it. There you have it. That oh, is very so funny. funny. Okay, don't even look. That's all we need. Uh, I'm not know. looking anymore. Uh, no, I love this pick. Uh, so I initially had Cat Dog as my tight end for this exact reason. No way. He has to be an inside receiver. Yep. Um, any which way he's going, and then so inside routes generally choice routes. You're playing off the inside linebackers. Yep. Make them choose. You've got two heads. What's he gonna choose? <laughs> I, he's no I, choice there. You're know. losing. Choose heads, you're wrong. Choose heads, you're wrong. Um, I actually, Tails so I, I love the pick. I love the pick. Thank you. But, so what I decided, he was my initial tight end, and then last second I decided, my tight end is going to be Jorgen von Strangle from the Fairly Odd Parents, who is basically built in the idea of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Slash yeah. Lieutenant Surge from um, mm. Small Soldiers. Oh, I know Lieutenant like Surge. I needed, like I needed to specify. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's the look. You're getting this giant muscular freak just on the inside. He's blocking. He's running routes. Basically, George Kittle. You're getting George Kittle. Okay. Um, I didn't go that deep into the Fairly Odd Parents repertoire, so I appreciate the research done there. What is his, what is his relation to Timmy Turner? So, uh, Jorgen von Strangle is another fairy. And I oh, believe okay. he is the fairy for another uh, another child in Timmy Turner's life. Got yep. it. Okay. Fantastic pick. Um, I'm Thank going you. with a huge sleeper here. You will not okay. believe this. Okay. At H-back, it's kind of a, more of a fullback role, I think, than, than tight end. I respect it. Angelica Pickles from Rugrats. Love, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Listen, she doesn't have the size, let's face it. But what she lacks in size, she makes up for in tenacity. I mean, this girl, she's got spunk, and she's ready to lay the wood. Uh, she, she's just kind of got a mean streak, and I think if we can you know, get her in the weight room a little bit, I think she'll be laying the wood. I love this pick. Thank you. And... For this reason alone, Noel, I decided just now we're going to just go, you just lay out your lineman as you see fit. That brings me to my next lineman pick. Okay. At my pulling guard position is Angela Pickles. Unbelievable. She moves quickly. She's not huge. No. But she is ferocious. She's mean. She's going to hit hard. You know she's clearing the way for the running back. That's is exactly right. Gosh, we, I'm actually same, pretty Same shocked. wavelength. Like People yeah, are shocked yeah. that we think the same. I feel shocked. I feel shocked. I like the uh, not just going down the line of, of the lineman. So, but I will go with my first lineman. I just oh. realized. That's my bad. My first lineman, Patrick Starr. I'm going to put him at right tackle. Okay. Um, he's sort of like the Michael Orr of my team. <laughs> and that I, he was adopted by two rich white parents. <laughs> That's exactly right. He really wanted to go to uh, Ole Miss. His Sandra um, Bullock is his mom. <laughs> What's the dad? Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. I get so many of the country stars mixed up. I have no idea. Yeah, Tim is, uh, he's the actor. Um, Patrick is an absolute tank. Let's be honest. That dude yeah. would be really hard to move. And he just doesn't know any better than to just steamroll dudes by accident. Fact. So he just. I, I feel like I really insulted Michael Orr by calling him Patrick Starr. I think he would take it as a compliment. But personally. I think he was insulted by the movie The Blind Side, so. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I know he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Love this pick. Okay. And it's going to lead me into my next pick. Good. Can't wait to hear it. At center, I okay. have Patrick Starr. <laughs> he's just got that, uh, I feel like he's shorter than than most would realize, even in terms of cartoon mm. cartoon height. Okay. Could be. Could and be. Uh, I, think, I think that he fits well at center. If we're running, we have the zone blocking technique going with uh, Angela Pickles and, and Patrick Starr. I feel like sure. I could do two pulling two pulling linemen with okay. those two there. So I like that's that what I tandem. Have. Yeah, they would go well together. I have a feeling that we're going to cross over one more lineman. I'm going to do one that I'm pretty positive we did not cross over. I'll just go to my center since you just gave yours. My center, Keenan Thompson from Keenan and Kel. Oh! Yeah, the only non-animated player on our team. I don't mm-hmm. know. This is going to be a, basically a Space Jam scenario where there's one non-animated player on the field. Um... He's just old reliable, you know? You just yep. you can trust in him. He knows his role, whether he's in Saturday Night Live. He's in the background. He's got two funny lines. He's going to deliver those things, and you're going to laugh. Well, if he's a center, he knows who he's got to block. He knows his assignment, and he's going to execute. And you can just trust in that. And he's always been a beefy kid, so what can you say? He beefy, no doubt. He beefy, yeah. I like the pick. I like that you went with a real real player, real yep. world. Um, it makes a lot of sense, and... Uh, He's got the he's got the hair that I think looks cool in a helmet for what mm. that's worth. Oh like no, you're the, thinking like the, of Anthony Anderson. Fuck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Always mix them up. I'm just kidding. I know. Yeah, no, I hear you. That's a that's a key. Now, has has uh, Gerald from Hey Arnold has he put on a helmet? Do we know what's going to happen there? I'm worried Can that he? it would just sit on top of his hair. It could be a problem. Do you think that it out. would come out that because he's got the Marge Simpson do? Uh, right. Does does it does he push it just straight out the back? Like is it is it gonna look like a thicker Derrick Henry braid? But like flat, like kind of it goes like shoulder blade to shoulder blade. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. gonna look really bad. Yeah. Or it's not gonna work, and you can't cut his hair because then his swag's gone. It's gone. Swag's all gone. You're not so gonna. Get we'll we'll have to address it. We'll have to talk to the scientists about, uh, or maybe the fairly odd parents can fashion a helmet or something. Hopefully, out of, out of magic. I think that they could do it out of magic would be right. or possibly using ghost powers to, to <laughs> determine how the helmet's gonna fit. Maybe we just cut a hole in the top of the helmet. That would be kind of sick. <laughs> okay, I, um, I tried to go a euphemism there, but never mind. I like that. Uh, we're gonna go with my next guard. I'm going to go with Carl from Jimmy Neutron. Uh, yeah, okay. Carl, Wheezy Carl. Not a, pr- probably not great stamina on the field, right. but I think that putting him at a guard position where he's not having to drop back super far on pass rushers puts him in a good position to succeed. Okay. I, I could see Carl getting angry. He's kind of like the, the guy from Dodgeball. Dodgeball, yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. Don't make him angry, you know? Yeah, and he, exactly. just, he can really light somebody up. Okay. I do Elf not have Carl. Did you did you think I had Carl? No, uh, yeah, I did. I do not. All right, okay. I'm going to go with my right guard and that is Crumb from Ah Real Monsters. I saw this on a list of Nickelodeon shows and I I've never seen Ah Real Monsters. You've never seen Ah Real Monsters. Well, you probably mm-hmm. would recognize him. He's this short stubby little flesh-colored monster that is basically the shape of Mike Wazowski. But is that the one not... holding his eyeballs? Correct. He has no eyes. Oh. He's so here's here's my scatting report on Crumb. I do have some concerns about the fact that he needs his hand to hold his eyeballs. But uh, once you get past that, he's got a low center of gravity, and I think that 
defenders will also be a little too creeped out to go near him, so they'll kind of keep their distance, and it'll create some holes. Yeah, Can't man, he's never freaky watched as that hell. Show. He's Dude, freaky. Some I mean, I definitely have because I knew the I knew the monster. But. Between some of these old Nick shows and some of the old Cartoon Network shows, like kids must have been. I don't know. They, they would never make shows now that are so like fucked up as they were back I, then. I think that uh, that meme culture makes a lot of sense now. That looking at this, yeah, exactly. Like it's, crumb, it's crumb was like a staple crumb. of like a lot of people our ages' uh, childhood. Yeah, meme culture makes sense. Exactly. That's it. So that's my right guard pick. Who you got? Next? I like that. All right, for tackle, I'm going to go with um, Appa from Avatar The Last Airbender again. Again, you do, <laughs> show you don't know very well. But uh, this is a six-legged bison. So uh, oh. good luck getting around Appa on the outside. That sounds like I can't beat that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Appa. Um, okay, well, then I'll try to go kind of on a similar route. At left tackle, I'm going to be taking Heifer Wolf, which is... A friend of Rocco's in Rocco's Modern Life. Love it. He is. You would probably recognize him as well if you saw a picture. A big, round, yellow dude with uh, red pants and suspenders, and yep. he's got slicked green hair. He's literally a cow, so similar to your six-legged bison. Um, so he's the definition of beefy. He literally is beef. beef. And he was raised by wolves. Interesting fun fact. So you know he's got some fierceness to him. However... I did read that the reason the wolves raised him is because they found him as a baby and figured they'd plump him up to eat him. But then mm -hmm. they ended up liking him, so they just kept him around. You got uh, two two players raised by animal species. Right. I've got the Which I applaud. <laughs> orangutan kid and the wolf cow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big stuff. Which would you rather be nicknamed, orangutan kid or wolf cow? Wolf cow is kind of cool. Wolf cow is cool, but you gotta be big. You gotta be big. Like, I couldn't be wolf cow. Would you I'd probably have to be a orangutan kid. Cow wolf, wolf cow. is just a fat wolf. So you yeah, don't yeah, 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 yeah. Wolf cow. You wanna be wolf cow. Wolf cow is a tenacious cow. Okay, go ahead. All right, my last, my last uh, pick for my right tackle yeah. is Pearl Crabs <laughs> from SpongeBob SquarePants. It's a, yes. it's a, it's a whale. It's Great. a literal it's a whale. So yes. I have a bison and a whale on my my outsides. That's good good luck rushing the edges, getting to my quarterback. No good chance luck. you're touching Sokka. He has all day to toss that boomerang in the pocket. That blind side is protected. I like yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. My last pick, I went most of my linemen with some off-the-wall uh, Nickelodeon shows. I'm going Vans. Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy. Mm -hmm. um, it has come to my attention that Stimpy is a cat. I was unaware. Yeah, he's a red cat, right? He is a cat, and uh, Ren is a little chihuahua, and they're mm -hmm. both hideous. Mm -hmm. um, irregardless, as I like to nice. say, he's just—he's a tank. I think they just talk about how, how he's really fat. Yeah. Um, I think comparing the sizes of these things, Patrick Star might be two inches tall. Uh, you know, Stimpy might be you know three foot long, and uh, the cow might be cow size. So. It's going to be interesting to see these guys lined up next week. Again, cat dog, 23 minutes long. It's impossible to measure. <laughs> that was funny. I guess I guess if you take it literally, you could go it by atlas measurements. You know how you measure atlas distances by minutes? Oh, minutes. Yeah, on the uh, like on the globe. Mhm. Mm right or like G uh, GPS. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. 
your your so he your, could be um, cat dog could very well be miles long. Miles it could long. be like from a giant planet. We have no he idea. could just like basically be a boa constrictor around the other team and just tighten them up, and then you're just you just walk put him in knots. Into the end. Captain Italian knots. Captain knots. Um, I do have a bonus player for the defense. Okay, I uh, I do too. Do you do you think it's the same? No, you go first. I kind of do. Is it? Is he playing corner? Uh, hard hitting safety. Okay, I don't think it is. Then my corner is gonna be Swiper from Dora the Explorer. Oh, that's a good pick. I mean, come on. It's I like that you. So, did you make a point to go no two players from the same show? I sort of did. Um, okay. I, I wish I would have done, but that not before. really on purpose. I kind of like got through it, and I'm like, well, I'll just try to. I just I was just trying to hit as many shows as possible. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to avoid doubling up. So. I think you only did Avatar, right? That you doubled yeah, up? Uh, Avatar, and I had two from um, SpongeBob. Oh, you did SpongeBob. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. What's your bonus? Um, my hard-hitting safety is Daggett Beaver. Mm. I feel like him coming down the pipe. He's a uh, he's very Sean Taylor-esque player. Hopefully not getting shot in the leg. But, I mean, you know, in the beaver world, probably pretty common problem. Is he uh, the brown or blonde? Brown. Okay, that's what I thought. Mean that's one. what I'm envisioning. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, and, that's and my... Uh, that's my... cause some conflict because my team's called the Angry Beaver, so... Exactly. It's, like, it's confusing. Mm-hmm. I do have a couple coaches I'd like to name. Okay. Head coach, Jimmy Neutron. Right. I mean, you're just not going to get outsmarted by the opposing right. coach. Uh, and then I went with offensive and defensive coordinators, uh, Wanda and Cosmo. Um, mainly just because you just got to have some magic in there. I've got ghost powers. I'm I'm all set on ghost powers, mm-hmm. but magic I'm not. I mainly wanted to put them in because I wanted to mention Fairly Odd Parents is an A plus show in terms of they definitely named the show before they had the plot. <laughs> oh no, no question, no question. What if <clears throat> instead of Fairy Godparents, it was Fairly Odd Parents? It's not like they like were like, oh, we should think of a show where a little kid has Fairy Godparents, but they're kind of wacky. What should we that's, call it? That's, that's just that's even Stevens. That that's just even Stevens. <laughs> even Stevens. Oh, Disney Channel. I was going to say, can uh, Shia LaBeouf be on my team? Mm, that would be great. That would be great. Okay. Coke distributor in chief. Any other uh, notes on our Nickelodeon uh, Last one would be, I think that one more defensive player. I think I would have Vicky at defensive end. Vicky from? Fairly, fairly Odd Parents. Fairly, mm, Vicky fairly is fierce. Yeah, is, is yeah. very fierce. Um, we did not mention anyone from Doug. Did you watch Doug at all? Doug funny? No, 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 no. I, I just don't see Doug as being any kind of contributor on any kind of football team. No, nor did I. He seems more like a soccer guy to me. Right. For sure. Or just a a dweeb. He's not. Yeah, just a loser. A shooby, perhaps. Hmm. Okay. Folks, let us know who has the better team. Who's going to win? The Angry Beavers or the Bikini Bottoms? Bikini bottoms is silly. Sick. All right, coin. Quick recap of the super wild card weekend bets. A fun uh, yeah. <clears throat> something. I don't know why you are claiming your overpick as a loss when it was a push. That's right. It was fifty-one at time of pod. Hey, yeah. you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I uh, I had a rough weekend. I guess I pushed there on the over in Bills Colts. Um, you got to fifty one. 
No, I guess I was hoping for overtime because then I could have maybe pushed on Bills minus six two, but yeah, tough scene. Yeah, uh, Bucks, uh, Washington football team under forty four and a half. Um, couple quick scores early. Pretty again, pretty low scoring second half, I guess. But uh, or nah, kind of even scoring was it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Washington, I, you just wouldn't have expected. 23 from Heineke. So. I don't think I was, no. No. And then uh, last was Baker Mayfield over on interceptions. I, I got to admit, I was just expecting the Steelers to win. I was expecting the Baker to make at least one mistake, and I guess the better bet would have been Big Ben over three and a half interceptions. Wasn't Seriously. That one. What a shit. wild line. He had 500 yards, four tugs, four picks. Mm-hmm. We have to, that's like a Jameis stat line. I have yeah, to see is. how many times that's been done. Um, <clears throat> to be fair to you on the Baker one, you get the – Seven nothing lead before he's even seen the field. Um, they get the pick, so he's on short field. Like he makes those interceptions when they're down and out, but he just had such a cushion, so that's yeah. tough, tough luck. Yeah. But I had Bills minus seven, which felt good for till sort of late. I think they had a, I think they had a ten point lead at one point, didn't they? they did um, missed on that. My teaser was bad. Uh, the Saints were the only winner on that. I had the Seahawks plus six, yikes, and I had the Ravens Titans over, which was not. It was kind of close, but didn't hit. The only winner I had was that the longest touchdown in Washington Tampa Bay was under forty point five yards. I think Antonio Brown's was like thirty six. So one and two. <clears throat> let's let's just move past it. Let's just move past it. It's a new week. I'm feeling good about this week. Okay. We claim that this is historically a good week for us, so let's uh, keep it rolling. What's your first pick? First first pick, Noel, is a uh, three-team, six-point teaser. It's plus Mm. 160. Mm. Um, We're going Packers, uh, minus 0.5. Chiefs, minus 4. And over 46 in Saints-Bucks. Okay. Packers are just a better team. Chiefs are better. And then the Saints, the Saints have scored thirty four and thirty eight against the Bucks. True. Uh, Would have gone over both times. So the first game was I think fifty eight or something like that. And then okay. the second game, the Saints put up thirty eight, and the Bucks only could put up three points. I have faith that the Bucks can score at least seventeen, and then all we need is thirty from the Saints. So cool. I'm in on that. I'll give you a similar one. I'm going to give you a. One seed versus six seed taking care of business parlay. It is plus 230. I'm going to go Packers bought half point to minus six and a half. Chiefs bought half point to minus nine and a half. Okay. Uh, that's plus 230. I'm considering sprinkling in the Saints buying a half a point minus two and a half, which would put that parlay at plus 466. Mm-hmm. But my mm-hmm. official pick is Packers and Chiefs. Um, Land the points. Yeah, I like this pick. I, the the Packers and Chiefs are just better teams, and I don't think it's necessarily close. the no. The Seahawks were a mess down the stretch to the end of the year, and yeah. the yeah. Rams Seahawks game was one I wish I would have just avoided completely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean the the Packers have looked as good as any football team in the league for the last four weeks. Yep, for sure. Uh, my next pick is the other side of that is Bills minus two and a half. I'm sure you might be thinking them as your uh, your Gucci main underdog pick for the Ravens, but I think this is a better team and by quite a bit. They may have let the Colts get close, but don't let it fool you. The Bills were in control of this game. It could have been first playoff game jitters for a new team. 
I think that they kind of come out and take care of business. I actually may bet an alternate line at like minus five and a half mm, okay. that I think is going to be like plus 125. Confidence in the Bills. Mm-hmm. All right. My second pick is going to be the Packers Rams over 45 and a half. I get that the Rams D has looked awesome. But I think Aaron Rodgers is on a mission, and Devontae Adams is unguardable, even with Jalen Ramsey in the fold. Mm -hmm. Packers are basically a lock for 27 points. They're the highest-scoring team in the league this Mm -hmm. year, 31 points a game. So I trust them. And then even, I mean, you don't want to trust Goff, but even with a shitty thumb, he looked pretty good last week. Green Bay's D is not awesome. They're pretty average. Um, And they've gotten Cam Akers going. I trust McVay, so... I think 45 and a half is a pretty, it's, I think the lowest number of any of the four games. So I like that. I don't hate it. Uh, you, you, like you said, the, the Packers have looked great lately, and I think that they just kind of keep it rolling. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be 20 degrees, so maybe maybe fair weather golf can't handle that, but maybe he throws a pick six. I mean, who knows? Who knows? And uh, last game for me is... I didn't really like any other bets just for games, so I'm going to go back to a player prop, and I'm going to go whatever the over is on Pat Mahomes' passing yards. Even up to, like, 345, I'm probably going to go over. You know, I uh, found a site that had uh, player props. Okay, because I was looking on Bovada, and I couldn't find it. Yeah, I got you two seconds. I could tell you. uh, Let's see. Uh, Chiefs. Who are they playing? Browns. Browns. Player props. Because I also have a player prop. Okay. I think I can tell you right now I can. Passing yards, at least according to bettingpros.com. Okay. Over under 321 and a half. I was going to say 313, so that makes sense. Okay. I don't hate it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Browns just got absolutely diced. Roasted for 500. I mean, I guess I understand that. Is because the Steelers were already down 28-0 after the first quarter, and so they had to pass the whole game. But, I mean... I don't think they're good. Their their defensive stats have been buoyed by a lot of shitty weather games. I think in yep. games that they play in good weather, they get roasted. So, mm-hmm. Okay, I also have a player prop for quarterback. I'm going to go Josh Allen over 33.5 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like in big games, he kind of just lives among the chaos, and he always manages to bust out a big play and it's very exciting when he's running downfield zach moss is out i believe so they're gonna look for a little more extra production running from josh um last week against the ravens Tannehill only had two rushing attempts i felt like if they had done a little more read option like Tannehill is very athletic they Mm could have opened things up for derrick henry i think maybe the bills can identify that if they can get josh allen running it'll open up some more things so i'm gonna take the over there I like that bet. I'm probably going to jump in on that one with you. Sweet. Let's do cool. it. Okay, Coin, it is time for our Gucci Mane doll pick of the week. Gucci. 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 I realized that... This can only work if there's uh, multiple games going. So we only have two more weeks left. You mm-hmm. got to get them both in order to tie me. Correct. And hope I, well, yeah. So, but you get a pick first. And I think we, I know what you're picking and I know what I'm picking. And we don't yeah. have a conflict. 
The uh, only one I guess I can't say I love any of the underdogs this week, and I don't really like it. It's the uh, I guess I'm gonna go Bucks plus three and a half. Yeah. It's tough to beat a team three times in a year, and uh, that's kind of what I'm leaning on right here. Is that it's just weird. I think that the Saints are a better team, but maybe maybe with the kind of coming on lately of Antonio <laughs> Brown, Mike Evans seems bangs up banged up. So does so does Chris Godwin, but. Maybe the Bucks get lucky, and uh, plus 140 is on the money line, so I'm going to take that. There's not. I also don't like the options very much, so kind of by default, I will be taking the Ravens plus two. Um, I mean, we both love the Chiefs and Packers, so it's kind of my only option. But I do think the Ravens can pull off the upset. I think that's a big monkey off Lamar's back to get mm-hmm. that win last week. They're underdogs. Um, last week they were even favored, so I think there was still some pressure. I don't think there's really any pressure on Lamar now. He's got his win. He's going to Buffalo against a better team. So um, I could see them playing loose and get the win. So uh, that's plus 115. Pretty marginal of an underdog, but so be it. So be it. Okay, Coin. Hey. It has been another episode of The Rookie Show. Oh. They can, uh, they being our followers, if you guys don't already follow us on social media, you can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Please do. We don't tweet. We don't tweet enough, probably, or Instagram enough. But no. uh, we get some good clips on there on Instagram. You can see what we look like. I'm not 400 pounds. No, sadly, just slightly less. Uh, where can they follow you? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Knoll on Instagram. The C. Mm-hmm. I, I, I always like get in my head because I don't think of a C word until the very end. Um, the C, of course, stands for Cat Dog. Oh, Cat Dog Travis Knoll. Of <laughs> course dog, it does. You can follow me at the Cream Villain on Twitter. And that'll do it for that'll us. That'll do it. Another good soda in the books. Who is going to be playing us out? And that's going to be Tim McGraw. Oh, play us out, Tim. <laughs> Why is that damn crap? All right. See you, everybody. Peace. It was Labor Day weekend. I was 17. I bought a Coke and some gasoline. And I drove out to the county fair. When I saw her for the first time, she was standing there in the ticket line. It all started right then and there Oh, say the sky made a perfect sunset And that's a day I'll never forget I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt She was killing me in that miniskirt Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks She had a suntan line and red lipstick I worked so hard for that first kiss And a heart don't forget Something like that Well it was five years later On a southbound plane I was headed down to New Orleans To meet some friends of mine For Mardi Gras When I heard a voice from the past Coming from a few rows back And when I looked I couldn't believe just what I saw She said I bet you don't remember me And I said, only every other memory I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt You were 
killing me in that mini skirt. Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks. You had a suntan line and red lipstick. I worked so hard for that first kiss and a heart don't forget something like that. She was killing me in that miniskirt Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks She had a suntan line and red lipstick I worked so hard for that first kiss 